0: wrestling federation for over 50 years the revolutionary force in sports entertainment hi this is justin roberts and you are listening to three count thursday hope you enjoy who wants to walk with elias
1: 316 says, I just whipped your ass. What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now, here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and in turn Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday.
2: I am the game. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday live here on our Facebook page. This week we have tons to talk about, including a company evolving a new king in WWE, and Miz truly is awesome, but first, our show is brought to you by QB54, the newest game taking over backyards and tailgates everywhere. Go to playqb54.com and use promo code podcast for 20% off of your order. Again, that is playqb54.com. Use promo code podcast for 20% off of your order, and that is the sponsor of NGSE sports radio that is our home network we are proud to be a part go to ngscsports.com for everything relating to ngsc sports the place where we never stop we are back we took a week off last week a little throwback thursday episode if you missed that a couple of great interviews so make sure you uh check that out uh on our podcast feed but Tim is here. Ryan is not here. Tim, how are you doing, bud? I'm so lonely. Right? Like, it's weird, isn't it?
1: I just, I, I, it's a lot cooler on my left side. I don't have a <laughs> you space <don't> heater. <laughs> you don't have the body heat
2: kicking off on you? Not at all. But, uh, yeah, Ryan uh, Ryan is on vacation. Um, Still on vacation, though. I got to figure out how he worked uh, a fucking two-week vacation uh into into the uh into the mix but uh we'll we'll figure that one out at a later date
1: you know i guess he calls his own shots he's he's a man on his own a man of his own accord
2: i just don't get how he gets to call his own shots like i'm the host and then there's like there's everybody else
1: well to be to be fair I started with the podcast, and I was in here for, like, a cup of coffee, and then I was like, I'm going to Australia for a month. Well, yeah, but that's, like, a work thing. It was a work thing. Like, he just took vacation. He's just like, I'm done talking to you guys. I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go
2: away for a couple of weeks, but hey, whatever. you need He'll to pay. recharge the batteries. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I, I need to do that in the worst way. And <laughs> Don't no time, we all? No time for that coming anytime soon, but... um let's uh let's wish a happy national intern day (coughs) excuse Uh, me pardon me to our uh to our intern intern mark i'm
1: just curious how he's reacting to the fact that uh he's been he's been locked out of his house for the last couple of days
2: (coughs) yeah hershey park uh (laughs) shut down due to some crazy ass flooding yeah it's like you know
1: the thing is like hey we needed the rain, I guess, as, as, as Big Jim is dying over here. Yeah, great way to start the show. It's like, it's all good. You know, Ryan's not here. Somebody's got to be making all the bodily noises that may or may not be heard on the podcast. So just start grunting and <laughs> and just make inappropriate textual comments.
2: Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> Damn, I'm dying here. Do I need uh, need to take over for a Take over for a minute. Man, holy crap. NGSC
1: pod thing, QB54, 20% off podcast. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, Again, missed you last week. I know I missed you. I was rip-roaring, ready to go. Uh, Unforeseen circumstances come through. But uh, just a show note at at the top of the show. Uh, Mark it in your calendars now. There is no live show. On August the 9th, we will have something for you. Don't worry; we don't like to leave you guys empty-handed. We are doing our second three-count Thursday draft. We will be doing a recording. We will have a footage. We will. The cameras will be rolling, folks, as uh, the boys gather around ye old table. And draft, should we announce what the draft is going to be of? We shall. We are drafting SummerSlam matches. I'm excited. It's going to be so good. Because there's definitely a tier of, like, the the best. And then, like, once we get into, like, the third, fourth round, it's like, we really, it's more of a learning process for us as a team. Like, we're going to know, like... What intrigues us, and what's gonna like when I steal something, you, and everybody else gives me crap about it?
2: I already know my first match.
1: I'm pretty sure I do too. Um, and now I have the hiccups. And that, oh my god,
2: this is this is the worst. This is literally the worst,
1: Charlie. I need you to take that Eagles talk out of oh. here. Ryan's not here. This is this is a not Eagles house tonight. Yeah, this is the only time that I think a he's Cowboys ma- fan—he's mad at my hat. It's a it, only time a Cowboys fan and a Redskins fan are going to get along. Scotty's coming in here, ang- fucking hell! Scotty's coming in
2: here angry. Is uh SummerSlam will be renamed Summer Scam.
1: You know, there was a time period in which SummerSlam was Summer Scam, uh, in like the mid two thousands, around the time like like SummerSlam two thousand four, which was like. There was a lot of, like, quote unquote, one match cards. Yes. In, like, the mid, the early to mid 2000s for SummerSlam. It wasn't until pretty much, like, the SummerSlam where Rey Mysterio and Triple H came back in the same year. I don't remember if that was, like, 2007, 2008. It was when. Somewhere was in there. The King of Kings versus King Booker. Rey Mysterio versus uh, Chavo.
2: Patrick says Boo Eagles, which I fully endorse. But Ye- but I, I want to give Patrick the shout out because he bested our best scorecard from Extreme Rules. We didn't get that uh live last week. But he uh You go Glenn Coco. But he did he he did get that and I wanted to uh I, I did want to get that shout out in there. Um before I forget, we wanna we wanna plug the uh the only indie show on our radar this weekend on our website head over to threecountthursday.com check out all the upcoming indie shows um is czw new heights this saturday night in vorhees new jersey uh you follow the link there and it'll uh it'll give you all the ticket information but the reason i did want to i did want to hit this because man um and if you're subscribed to the uh the patreon patreon.com three do um, it. You'll hear the uh, pre-show, post-show. We we got we did a long one today. It was almost twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's what. Imagine what happens when the two productive ones of the group are together.
2: Right, exactly. He's and, not
1: here to defend himself. And don't you don't you dare run and tell him what we're saying no, about him because no. we know who you are. No, he and could, snitches wind up in ditches.
2: That's right. Um, but uh the reason that there is no show live show on the ninth is because uh this space We got
1: stuff to do.
2: This space <laughs> There's gonna be some furniture moving will will no longer be here. Like all of this will no longer be here. So like the the studio, this is this is the second to last live show in this spot. Um there will be a new studio uh mid August. Um it will not fully like it will not fully be functional. Uh, fully operational, like we'll be on the air, but it ain't gonna be all jazzed up. Like I, yeah, it's, we gotta, I gotta get into the space and like work on this space. It's we going have to, to be, feel
1: the space. We have it's, to.
2: It's gonna be a work in progress, but but when it's done, it's gonna you be guys. You know, it's gonna be good. Good. It's gonna it, like when it when it's actually done. Glorious. Like it, it just it just will be. Um, but it's uh, like I said, it is going to take a little bit of time to uh to get that up and running but yeah so again august 9th there will be video but there will uh there it will not be live video um scotty says that ryan's the brock Lesnar and podcast. ryan
1: fears conrad
2: ryan fears nicholas I, I know ryan fears nicholas um we met Con- conrad's a cool ass dude,
1: conrad's man. good uh he's good people he's uh he's a uh, the thun of Son of the nature Good boy. Lord.
2: That guy I, I can't even imagine he's like a
1: big guy. Yeah, he's like well, okay. he's tall. Yeah, he's, he's taller tall, than I thought he was.
2: He's much taller than I thought he was, and he is he is he is as big as I
1: thought he was. He is uh I, um, I coined the phrase earlier American girth. He's girthy.
2: <laughs> he is girthy, dude. Okay, so we met him at the r- J- the Jimmy's Jimmy Seafood, Jimmy's seafood. The, the Pritchard Show. So um, the first one. I'm I'm like six three, six four, six two, depending Depen- what convenience, <laughs> convenience store <laughs> I'm leaving, um, and there's not a lot of times where where somebody is is taller than me. So we're at Jimmy's and I, and I meet Conrad and we and meet Bruce, and um, you know, take the picture and they you know they they I stood in the middle and like Conrad stands up. And is like, I'm like, oh
1: shit! Like, <laughs> Dad, this is, this is a big ass freaking dude, man. <laughs> it's a big,
2: big- yeah, he's he's a big big man, and uh, and and his I, I've, I've always laughed, and and it's I think completely accurate. Um, he's the only person, at least that I'm aware of, that looks like their caricature that is their Twitter avatar. Yeah, that's so true. Like. You could make a caricature of me, and it might look somewhat like me. Mm-hmm. Conrad looks like the cartoon picture that is his Twitter picture. I think I think Matt's on the line. Let, let's uh, let, let's confirm here. Matt, are you with us?
3: I'm with you. Awesome. Hey, awesome. Matt. How you doing this week, bud? Doing well. It's been a while. It took me a while to like scroll through my phone. Recent calls to so like find the last time I called in for
2: this. Isn't that like? Isn't that like one of the worst things in the entire world? When when you are like, I knew I had this number in here, and you're just
1: where is it? Where what? is Holy it? Holy shit! I didn't call that number since December. Colin Oates, yeah. three <laughs> yeah. count third. Got it,
2: uh, Scotty. Yes, it finally did stop raining here. Um, the, the today the sun actually came out, which was weird. Um, Charlie says Ryan against Conrad at the next atomic. My money. Is on the Alabama Dream. That's right. Without a doubt. Um, Tim, real quick, uh, this past weekend was excellence up at Sellersville. The the show good?
1: <sighs> it's always a treat. If you guys have not come out to the House of Excellence, the Forest Lodge in Sellersville, some good old-fashioned excellence, professional wrestling, you're missing out. It's not that far of a drive. It's no. Not, it's not Harrisburg. It's a little farther than that. But it's definitely a good time. The venue's great and the action is always red hot.
2: Yeah, it's it's a cool ass venue. Um, Things were taking place. And the next show is
1: when? The next show is the second Saturday in August. Let me pull up the calendar deal. Just well, that,
2: that would be the, uh, the, 11th. the 11th. Yeah.
1: Yes. August 11th. Uh, the event is called Raiders of the Lost cat
2: <laughs> that's so good um yeah because I, I put that i put that event and the september one up in the site this week so uh again over to three find the patreon find the merchandise links our collar and elbow brand deal uh and much more and i think i ooh, i think mark did get me his, his wcw for the week but i forgot to post it
1: yeah it, well uh, first of all i didn't give you a pick of the week that's okay don't worry i'm like i'm like two three weeks on one week off it happens. Because uh, I know that you guys struggle to find time to watch wrestling that's on live. So how am I going to expect you to think <laughs> that you're going to have time to watch something I'm requesting? It feels like homework. <laughs> yeah, I think it's WCW. What was his WCW? Matt, do you remember? Because I remember we gave him crap about it.
3: Um. Oh, man. What was it? Uh, I'd have to look at the message. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. I want to try to remember it without... I'm going to try Moving I'm going to try to
2: get it posted after the show cuz I'm obviously I'm posting audio. Chat,
1: and... what's the worst w what are some of the worst WCW gimmicks you can think of that aren't the Shockmaster? That's too easy. I yeah. need a deep I need a deep pull, chat. <laughs> yeah, you need deep a deep
2: pulls. You need a deep cut on that one. Um but uh, yeah, there's tons I of stuff. I looked
1: it up so I,
3: I have it when but keep keep like trying to
2: think. I know it's a tag it, then... team, right? was it, wasn't it is t- a tag team. yeah it was a tag team
1: that's your hint that's the hint that's your hint the tag team gosh man
2: i know it's gonna it's gonna hit you like a ton of bricks uh Charlie says is the it, dynamic dudes
1: was that it no
2: Mm-mm. no that yeah, wasn't
1: it he's done the dynamic dudes though
2: yeah the dynamic dudes have been a wCw um but man it's amazing when he when he when he when he gets those to us it, it i I just sit there and I'm like, where does he pull some of these? Where does he pull some of these from? Um oh, Mike has uh, like seven, the gold the gold does gimmick.
1: He's not a tag team. Yeah, but like he's still a bad I, gimmick. I'd though. like for you to pay attention to the pay attention in class. We're talking about <laughs> tag team wrestling.
2: Well while we while we think about it, um I'm going to uh start talking about the uh the probably the biggest news of the week, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the com- computer volume down here for a second because I do want to open up uh, the phone lines during this, um, because I, I I think you know this this is a good um, discussion point, so uh, you know I think it, I think it'll be a good one to um, to to hear some opinions about so we will uh we will get the phone lines open and, and we'll uh we'll let you know when to call in if you want to want to kind of voice your opinions um a little bit uh on that uh but the the the, the obviously the big announcement of the week is the all women's pay-per-view
1: well, and I, I thought it was going to be raiders of the lost Cat. i mean that's have you seen the poster for it i mean the poster hollow is, wicked is indiana jones
2: <laughs> he is um, and that is that is a spectacular thing. But the big news, obviously, is uh, it was announced that on uh, Sunday, October 28th, from the uh, home Ma- of the Nassau, Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in New York, it'll be an all-women's pay-per-view airing on the WWE Network, featuring um, women's championship matches from Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, NXT UK, um, as well as the May Young Classic Finals. Um, and more, and obviously, if you, you know, you watch all. you saw the announcement. Um, it's just, I, I, this, this is, it's such a, it is a, an awesome thing. Like, it I, is. like, I, I don't, they not to make it a simple word to describe it, but it, it's awesome.
1: It's, it's about time. Yes. Um, I mean, I want to give credit where credit is due. Like, there's a lot of other companies. Sure. For WWE that have, have really put an emphasis. I mean, Shimmer has made their entire stand on that. I mean, even so now with like Rogue Woman Wrestling, um, I mean, for as much crap as people give impact, the yeah. Knockouts have been having one night only pay per views <laughs> for multiple instances. So it's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, absolutely. It's, and, and- it's a matter of time before WWE, like, one, it took WWE a while to really understand that, like, the dial of women's wrestling has been cranked up to the point where it's on par with what the men do, and now it's time to pay it forward and, or pay it back. Like, it, oh, it's
2: been absolutely, time. absolutely, and and you know, I I think like one of the common themes that I saw from people um, was. You know, because like the WWE was saying that that they're presenting their first ever all-women's pay-per-view, and and the reaction was like, you know, well, other companies have been doing it, and it's like the WWE saying that it's their first is not saying it's the it's, it's not it's the not them first. saying it's the first. Like, at no point did they say that they were the first to do it, right? But like, you know, and and it it, it is. It is easy sometimes for 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 people to, um, you know
1: misconstrue misconstrue
2: things that are said, and and I don't want to make this negative because this this show
1: there shouldn't be anything negative about
2: it. Right, exactly. This show is gonna be um, it's gonna be stacked. They they said that over fifty women um will be a part of this show. Um, they specifically named um, you know, they said every woman on the roster will be on hand. They said obviously including. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Nia Jax, and Asuka, and then they named two Hall of Famers specifically, Trish Stratus and Lita. Um, so So, um, obviously, they were both a part of the Women's Royal Rumble. Absolutely. Um, you know, so so my my curiosity starts. Are they going to do? Um, you know, I assume that with with over over fifty women superstars that you will probably see a battle Royal somewhere on the show.
1: I don't know if we'll see a battle Royal. I think we'll see. I'm pretty sure we'll see some. I mean, it could also just give credit where credit's due. Like, I wonder if the 50 also includes, cause it's all women. Does that include commentary? Does uh-huh. that include ring announcing? Okay. Does that include cause all right, referees? So- Okay. Like, all it's right, I got all you. women. So, like, how all women are, are we talking? I mean, we know Renee Young has previous experience doing commentary. Charlie has a sports broadcasting background. There's yeah, Kathy okay. Kelly who's had her hand in NXT as of late. Um, Like, there's a lot of capable women who can carry a so, broadcast. So,
2: so like broadcast members and referees and ring announcers would count into the The 50 theoretically yeah i mean i I
1: wouldn't i wouldn't now don't get me wrong i wouldn't there are 50 women probably i mean you might be if it's especially if you're counting the nxt women and the nxt yeah oh yeah like if you're counting nxt uk and nxt because that's that's some of the things that we're like kind of missing from the women's royal rumble is like if I recall, the Women's Royal Rumble, it was really only—wasn't it only like Kyrie Sane?
2: Yeah, there wasn't a lot of NXT, um, and I think Kyrie Sane may have been the only one. And Matt, I don't know if you—if you remember if there was any others, but I feel like that was the only.
3: Yeah, that was it. Um, it was like underwhelming.
2: Yeah, like I—I I thought there would have would have been more. Um, oh, Ember Moon was in. Yeah, Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Um, so there, you know, there was two, uh, Charlie says that uh, he read that, um, Alvarez said there's a surprise that's a groundbreaking shocker that will change everything for the women's division. Uh, he said he wouldn't go into more detail because of how big it is.
1: I mean, that could be, I mean, we're all on the internet. We see the scuttlebutt, like, I mean, there's the, the... Images of the prototypes of the women's tag. Stephanie has
2: addressed that and said they won't be ready for, they they won't they won't be a part of this show.
1: Right, and I agree. Like things could also change between now and October. They certainly could,
2: but but I think
1: that's maybe just her trying to get ahead of it and like not announcing it until they have a plan for it.
2: Sure, but I I, like I mean a a guy like Alvarez is. it's not like that. That wouldn't be something groundbreaking because that's already out there,
1: right? But I, I don't know what I could think he's. Be. A,
2: I think he's implying a, a superstar. I, I don't know who who could be who could be brought in. That like I don't I, like and C- the, Chris the, like,
1: Cyborg.
2: Uh maybe.
1: Like there's been cross promotion between Cyborg and Becky before like they've had twitter beef um that's the only yeah, woman like I, 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 I can think of that would be like ground like that ground that, that would breaking. change that would yeah. change everything like I, I but just, we've already got the mma people like mma women right we've got Shayna, we've got the other two horse women
2: yeah like I, uh, I don't
1: miranda or marissa and like i like, I
2: don't, like and this is no disrespect to like any any other like female fr- from a from a combat sport background, but like the WWE is Ronda Rousey. Like like if you speak if you speak, I think about women in, in MMA. Correct me if I'm wrong, and, I, and I'm not like a big MMA fan, right. so I, I could be off base here. But I think if you say women's MMA, the majority of people, the first place they go is Rousey.
1: And it's, it's along the same lines. I mean, there was a, all of the comparisons of Ronda Rousey and her, the phenomenon that was Ronda Rousey to Mike Tyson. Sure. And, and how just must-see Mike Tyson matches were because you were watching them knowing that they were going to be over quick. And you were willing to pay the price, pay that ticket, or pay that money to your cable provider to get the fight to know that you paid sixty bucks for this, it's not right. a sixty dollar fight. Right, it's barely a sixty second
2: fight. I mean, like looking at, looking over the comments, like I see people saying, you know, Gail Kim or or Karma. Like I don't, I don't think any names that are that that would be returns would would because
1: that's not groundbreaking. Right, like yeah, Scotty, I, I... Scotty Frame, uh, Scott's got um, Paige Van Sant. She's the okay. new the
2: new hotness. She is. I mean, that would that would definitely. I think, I think that would that would land on the, obviously a outside the WWE world. Yeah, but I, I I don't know I don't know if there's a person. And Matt, I maybe if if you have somebody, but like I I just I don't know. I don't know if if there's a a name out there that I would consider groundbreaking
3: at this point no it would it would be tough to think of one like realistically
2: yeah and, and like are there are there people out there that i would personally be extremely shocked if they if they ended up in the wwe absolutely um somebody we've had here in the studio like lufisto like i, I like, and and it's this is not a not a slight on her because i think she is one of the best women out there in the entire business. Right. But like the playing ground is even. From talking to her and you know on this show like that I don't think is in the cards. I think she wants to stay like you know doing what she's doing. So I, I just I I don't I don't I don't know that there's a that I don't know that there's a a a shocker out there. But it, you know and and you know maybe it, we'll see how it plays out. It's something that will definitely you know, kind of keep an eye on, but man, it's, it's like the, the, the division. And, and I know like, it is very easy to, uh, get, get kind of like compartmental syndrome or like tunnel vision with, with the WWE and, um, be critical about things and overly critical uh, about things. Um, but if you look at, where where this company has come in a a short period of time like this show is you know it's all of those like bullet point and 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 you know like pr words that people want to pick apart but it is it is historic and it is big and it is important and all of that stuff for this company
1: revolutionary It, it is
2: you know and and You know, it was WrestleMania Dallas. So, I mean, we're talking only two years ago.
1: WrestleMania Star was two years ago.
2: Yeah, this year was 34. That was 32. Gosh. Right. So, only two years ago, a little over two years ago, did the WWE go back to a women's championship. As opposed to a pink butterfly that was called the Divas Championship. Like, And, and, you know, you don't have to go a lot further back to... See where this division was an afterthought, and when the matches were an afterthought, and
1: when Harvey Whippleman was women's champion, right?
2: Like it, it. What what they're doing? Yep.
1: Reminder: (laughs) Harvina, Harvina (laughs) Whippleman.
3: Um. Thank you. (laughs) I had I had successfully forgotten all about that.
0: Yeah. uh,
1: There's no way you're gonna forget downtown Bruno (laughs) as a woman.
2: Or uh Santina Morella. I loved Santina. Santina's with Impact Miss, now. Miss What? He was on Impact tonight. Oh, man. Not not wrestling though. He was like in a managerial role to like Right. But he's uh, he's not even I forget what his, his name in Impact is, but um the You know, <laughs> Santina Morella was
1: Miss WrestleMania. Yeah, like she won the WrestleMania twenty five <laughs> battle royal.
2: Like it's it's you know, and, and, you know, mud matches and gravy matches and all of those sort of things. Like it just, this, you know, we're now talking about money in the bank ladder matches and hell in a cell matches and
1: iron women matches. You know, it's, it's like, it's a
2: whole lot different than it was two, three, four years ago. Um, So it, it like I said, it is easy to get a little, you know, like tunnel vision, whatever, but this is a good thing, and and it's you know it, it's a good thing not only for the WWE but it's a good thing for women's wrestling across the board. Like and any time that in any company, and I'm not just speaking about this event, but in any company where women are being featured a, a, in a full show, like that's a good thing. Um, we we will open up the phone lines if you want to get any thoughts on this. The number is 401-347-347 zero six one three and then enter pin two nine three one two it's also on all of the uh social media posts and I know like a lot of people and, and I do want to like hear your guys' thoughts on this um a lot of people are, are like mad that Stephanie McMahon makes these announcements like on the shows and and to me it, it's it's like such a non-factor like it, it for me it's like who else would make the announcements
1: Right, like
2: she's a McMahon.
1: Yeah, like she's the what's what's her exact official title? She's not the she's not the CMO is chief marketing officer. She's not the coup. The coup is the coup is Triple H.
2: Coup is Triple H. The CFO is some other dude. Um. CEO obviously is Vince. I want to say she's like chief marketing
1: officer. Or yeah, or chief brand officer, chief
2: brand officer, something yeah. like that. CBO, CMO.
1: But she's like, come on, like, be real and understand that like Stephanie McMahon, the character, and Stephanie the McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, the the person, are two different people, right? And like who we got on Raw, we got Triple H the chief operating operations officer and we got stephanie the chief brand officer and no angle like, and, I,
2: and i think i think having vince and triple h out there helps that announcement too but it could have just been stephanie like by it could have been
1: stephanie just there and like,
2: also you want to see the real stephanie mcmahon like watch the uh and, and i get it it's it's a, it's a show but like i think like when you 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 look at uh, the undercover boss, undercover boss. She just did, or like look at the like look at the stuff with like the a wishes and and things. It's like she is a great authority authority heel, but like in the same time, like that's not who Stephanie McMahon is, and and like you know Triple H, you know nobody gets like, and I think I, I think I put put this on Twitter, like nobody gets mad when like Triple H. Um, takes the picture with like everybody that wins a match or gets signed or wins a title, right? With NXT, like nobody got mad when like Vince would make big announcements. Like Vince comes out to like present, you know, a new WWF title every you know three months or whatever it was. Every time you know somebody beat Austin, there was a, a grandiose ceremony, or every time there was this or that. Like, and I get like that was a little more in story, but still, like it is what it is. Like, it, it like, I, I don't think we can. Pretend that uh, it, that Stephanie's a, any different. It, it like I, I just I, I don't see who else. Uh, to me, I don't even know who else would make the announcement too.
1: Like that, there's there's really no. I mean, it like, could have been Paige. It could have been, but it was on Raw. I,
3: I think the problem is like, and I don't have a problem with it. I don't. But to play devil's advocate here. I think there's still a sour taste in a lot of mouths from when the four horsewomen came up and Stephanie kind of hijacked that moment and like made it like we wouldn't know who these people were if, if Stephanie wasn't here to introduce it. So I think the whole, like the women's revolution started with AJ calling out Stephanie. And I think to a lot of people, Stephanie's insertion in this wall warranted has kind of felt like, She's trying to make up for the fact that this all blew up in her face and that's why we're getting all of this to begin with.
2: Okay. I, I, I can I can I can see that a little bit. I can see that a little bit. I will I will, you know, concede a little bit there, but mm-hmm. to play devil's advocate. But at the
3: same time, there is no one else that should be calling this. Like I, I right. didn't have an issue with what Stephanie did this time, but to the people that are whining about it. To a to a degree, they they kind of have a case, but at this point, they really don't anymore because of the strides that have yeah. been made. And and since it's... that that initial revolution with the tweets back and forth between AJ and Stephanie, right? I it's, think and we've it's... seen Stephanie come a long way since then.
2: Sure, and it's been how many years? I mean, if like if we're gonna go back to uh, to AJ Lee, then we could you know play devil's advocate the devil's advocate. Um, that was around the same time, like CM Punk was calling Triple H like the goofiest son-in-law. So you know, if you're gonna, if those people are gonna have a problem with Stephanie, I would say you should probably have a problem with Triple H still as well. Um, but again, yeah, it, it to me it's yeah, it's time. I can I can see a little bit of the reasoning there, but you know,
1: somebody has somebody has to be the face of the women's revolution, and because AJ is not. Then it's Stephanie, right? And, and somebody, somebody has to do that. And it's always, it's also always been like WWE protocol that like somebody out from outside of the WWE comes in, they're not going to immediately assume that like they're gonna, the person's gonna know who they are, unless it's like some gigantor star like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Or a huge jacked man, or <laughs> Bob Barker, right? Like, or Pee Wee Herman, it's like, even like LeVar Ball, it's like, some people knew who LeVar Ball was, but instead of just having LeVar Ball have a segment, they put him in there with The Miz. I wish I didn't
2: know who LeVar Ball
1: was. And then his son dropped the F-bomb. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, just one of those segments that shouldn't have happened and should never happen again. If you're following along on the live video um make sure you give it a God, like and a back share we'd, we'd uh you okay
1: i need a scratching tree <laughs> like good a,
2: lord like i had the blue. hiccups earlier you have a itchy back me
1: the bu- i'm gonna hold on okay T- take Tim, a call.
2: tim's gonna take care of him uh, take care of the back scratching we're gonna take a call here uh let us know who you are where you're calling from uh,
0: this is scott from uh seattle
2: how's it going scotty how are you bud good how are you good what's on your mind
0: okay so i i first off it's awesome for the women to have this show i think that's great but kind of piggyback off what matt said i i'm a little stephanie mcmahon is trying to make this it's all about her because you know how like every promo after it everyone said it was stephanie's announcement stephanie's announcement they didn't say oh this is a groundbreaking show or whatever for the women or whatever. They always called it. It was all about her. Just like none of the women are thanking Stephanie, they're thanking guys like Norman Smiley, Fit Finley, Sarah, uh, whatever her name is down in NXT, who trained all these women. If it wasn't for Triple H, the four-horse woman, Rousey would have never been signed, Sasha would have never, they never would have came to the WWE. Stephanie's just making it all about her. And I have a feeling that just like the first NXT show, Stephanie McMahon is going to have that, you don't know, remember how Triple H had that like light shine on him? It's going to shine right on her. And she's going to do some stupid introduction. I just have a bad feeling about it. Uh, that's my only gripe, but that that's... It, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth because... AJ Lee is the one that started all this. Should, Paige should have made the announcement to me personally, but here we are.
2: Um, for for me, and and th- you know, thanks for the call and I appreciate the thought. Uh, to me, like Page is the GM of of SmackDown. This is an event that encompasses mm-hmm. Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, the May Young Classic, which brings in you know women from outside the WWE. So th- this is bigger than just SmackDown. Like, if this was a SmackDown women's pay-per-view, or like a-, a-, a big match that is being featured with the women of SmackDown Live, then I think Paige should be making that announcement on SmackDown Live. The reason this was the lead segment on Monday Night Raw was because it was a big announcement. And they 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 were, yes, it was Stephanie's announcement, but they were also reiterating the fact that it is the first all women's pay-per-view that it is, you know, WWE Evolution, like it wasn't they, they didn't just say that it was Stephanie's announcement, like but at the at the cusp of it Stephanie McMahon made the announcement. So like when you know Vince McMahon, you know, comes out and you know declare if you know if he declares something at the start of the show, when you when you talk back about the that segment this was Vince McMahon saying that doesn't mean that you know that you know say he was announcing that uh you know Austin was going to be getting some some sort of uh new award from the WWE i'm just hypothetical here like that's not saying that vince is trying to take the the credit away from stone cold steve austin and what he's achieved but it was vince mcmahon's announcement tim i think you had a yeah
1: i, I just have a couple of questions uh first of all thanks thanks for the call Scotty. um so, first of all, you mentioned that, uh, so you, you referenced the, the NXT, the first ever NXT where Triple H did the spotlight thing and coined the phrase, we are NXT. And then you said, quote, and Stephanie's going to say some stupid thing in the ring. So my question is, one, was Triple H's thing stupid or is, is it just stupid because Stephanie's doing it?
0: I just feel that Triple H built NXT. Stephanie McMahon has nothing to do creative-wise with the women at all like besides the stuff with Rousey she might be helping with that but the stuff with Triple H is different he built NXT Stephanie McMahon wasn't isn't responsible for the women's revolution it was a group I think it was a, a group effort I don't think it's just one person mainly people will point to AJ Lee I just right but she's not here he so we not talk about her about her
1: yeah but but AJ's not here anymore just like CM Punk's not here anymore, well, and, so we don't. Why? Why are we going to give? Why are we going to give? Why are we going to give credence to someone who's not here? Like, that are we left going willing to? We right. have to at least
3: acknowledge the importance of the role that AJ Lee played in what the women's revolution became. But there's
1: a way to do that without giving. Like, why are you going to promote someone that's not here to right, reap like benefits I, I think, from it?
2: I think there's a there's a good chance that because there's going to be some sort of you know like every year at wrestlemania you have the big like opening video to start the show right. i think you're going to have that on this show and i would i would be shocked and, and actually probably pretty pissed if if aj's not featured in that in some form or fashion because she was a big part of initiating the change
1: and i wouldn't be surprised if she is because they they do put cm punk in stuff like they're not afraid. They have started to. Yeah, they're not afraid to anymore. Like that, that, that bridge is going to be rebuilt over time. We know this to be true because Randy Savage is in the Hall of Fame. Like, there's no bridge that's irreparable in the WWE. The only person right now who has that lifetime stink ban is Chris Benoit. Yeah, that's it.
2: And for all the for, good reasons, for plenty and,
1: and, of good reason. And with Triple
2: H, like. Triple H is the face of NXT but there is a lot of people that build NXt there's a lot of people that are 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 doing work and putting in work that that are are making NXT what it is um Vince McMahon included regardless of what people might want to think like it's still a wWE product there was a, a tweet from Ty Dillinger because somebody tweeted at him it was like you got you know you and the NXT guys need to go back to NXt because you know, WWE's killing you, and he just responded, it's all the same company. Like, yes, Triple H has more creative control. But if you don't think and I've heard like Chris Jericho say it on his podcast, and I've heard other people who have been in the WWE say it that if you don't think Vince McMahon isn't paying attention to every single thing that is happening on the NXT and, and with the NXT brand, you're you're out of your damn mind. But like, there's a lot of people that are a part of what is happening with NXT, and, like, Triple H is the, you know, is the dad of NXT. And I'm not saying that Stephanie McMahon's, like, the mom of the WWE or the women's division, but, like, like Tim said, there has to be a face to it. And she's a McMahon. Like, that that's how it is. And we don't know if or what or how much she has her hand in anything. Like, the, 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 the belief that she doesn't do anything is speculation. Because we, do, we don't know if or what or how much. We don't see behind the scenes. Right. And, like, we don't know how much Triple H has his hand in anything, in, in, in even with the WWE. Because as part of, like, the inevitable transition process between Vince and Triple H, like, you know, you have NXT, you have 205 Live. But, like, Triple H is there on Mondays and on Tuesdays. So, like, there, ha- there has to be some degree of something that, that he has his hands on. So, like, I-, I think this notion that, like, Stephanie's not not involved is is speculation as
1: well. And there's a good point well, that went uh, – go ahead, Scotty. Go ahead.
0: Um, well, when Triple H said all the stuff he said, there was real emotion coming from him. Like, damn near tears and he was so happy for all of them. I mean, it was weird to not see emotion from her. I mean, I don't know if it, if stuff happened behind the scenes where she cried or whatever, so happy for him. But did you guys read Justin Roberts' book by chance? I have not. Okay, so you remember Connor, the kid, right? hmm The kid. Justin Roberts had found him. Stephanie, Mc- I mean, this is not going to trash Stephanie McMahon by any means. She didn't know who he was like at all. She didn't remember his name. And then all of a sudden he became this big star because of Justin Roberts or whatever. But Stephanie McMahon, I feel that some of it's PR or whatever, but I just feel it's Stephanie doesn't fully know what's going on all the time. I don't know if that makes any sort of sense. No. Whatever, and, but
2: a good thing to remember. And it's a great point that, that Eric Bischoff has brought up numerous times on 83 weeks is all of these books, whether it's Justin Roberts or Jericho or whoever, um, that's those are written from their perspective. And like Justin Roberts is a guy who, I mean, by by all accounts, you know, he was a, a huge wrestling fan, became the the lead ring announcer, and then then I think he left. I don't even think I think his contract expired. He just didn't renew, um, if I, if I remember it. Right. But like all of these books, it's it's written from their. Perspective; it's not necessarily a hundred percent factual. So even if you know, right, you know, in, in his opinion, you know, he, he he, you know, he may have you know introduced Connor to the the McMahon's or to the WWE, and then you know the WWE ran with it or whatever. I, I again, I don't truly know, but like it's it, and and as for uh, tr- you know, Triple H getting emotional and and Stephanie not seeming as emotional. I mean, there was a lot of time, you know, Vince McMahon doesn't get you know, at least in his like, heyday. I think he, as he's getting older, when he, when he, you know, makes announcements or things, sometimes there's a little bit more emotion to him. But like, she's a McMahon. Like, when you're in front of a crowd, you you kind of train yourself to just have a professional face. And I feel like sometimes, you know, and it, it You know, for, for maybe that—that that was a part of it. I don't know. Like, I, I think, I guess my advice or my thought is, um, is is just don't don't read too much into into it. I guess is 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 is, is my thought. Any final thoughts, Scott? We gotta we gotta move on here. Uh,
0: do you think Stephanie wrestles on the show?
2: No, no, I don't. I don't think she does. I, I think I think her time wrestling. Uh, f- for now, is he's done? Uh, will she wrestle at some point again in the future, possibly? But I don't think she wrestles on this show.
1: Yeah, I think the angle the angle would she have to be right.
0: Mania. What's that? She did great at WrestleMania, so I just didn't know if she would.
2: So. Yeah, I I'd-, I'd be shocked, you know, because the 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 angle with Rousey like right. that was years building up to that. Um, I'd be surprised if if. Especially because, with these sort of announcements and things, she has taken that more professional role as opposed to a storyline role. I'd be shocked if she wrestled on this one, so Scotty. We appreciate the call, bud, um, and we're we're, we're going to let you go. All right, thank you,
1: sir. Thanks, Scotty. Um, yeah, before before we actually like move mm-hmm. on, like I want to make mention of a, a buddy of mine. Yeah, Mike. Sure. Uh, Mike excellent professional wrestling fan, um, but he mentioned, and this is a good point. Um, be- piggybacking off the call, it's like in all reality, what does it matter who announced it? Like, it, it doesn't matter who announced it. It matters that it was announced. Right. So it's like, while it was Stephanie's am- announcement, they're not if they're if they want people to tune in, they're not going to say, "Uh, there's an announcement about a giant event of all women in October." You're not going to watch then, right? Like, and you watch because there's an announcement, and then the scuttlebutt goes around. Same thing with like the Connor's Cure, like what does it matter if Stephanie didn't remember who Connor was? We got Connor's cure out of it, which sure. is doing and, a and, and great and I thing. I mean, you know how like many, the, the end, the, the end justifies the means. How of many like make a
2: wishes and charity things and, and you know, day to day things. You just come. I know how many things happen to me in a normal work day
1: that I forget. <laughs> you
2: know what I mean? Like, and, and this is, this is a, you know, Stephanie McMahon. Um, Devin brings up a great point in the comments. He said, um, you know, about Alvarez saying that, you know, something um, huge, that could change everything is. And, and I can't believe like as we've been talking about it, can't believe it didn't smack me in the head. Is could an AJ Lee return? I mean, that I, I think could absolutely shake things up.
1: It absolutely could. And I mean, now that like the CM Punk suit is over. Um, I mean, there's also talks, it's not on our run sheet, but like WWE is really starting to get threatened by ring of honor and WrestleMania weekend. Mm -hmm. So ring of honor has, I mean, there's rumor depending on who you believe, like there's scuttlebutt that ring of honor is trying to re-sign CM Punk. Sure. So why wouldn't WWE try to lock up AJ? I mean, (laughs) like it wouldn't be a terrible idea
2: for them. Um, cause like, you know, they're kind of connected and married and, and stuff like and, that. And you
1: know, things,
2: you know, and things
1: they, when they, when they file their taxes, they file together. <laughs> together. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I mean the, 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 bottom line here is, is that, and, and to, to wrap up my, my thought on this is this is a great thing. I'm excited to see who, uh, outside of the normal roster is going to be a part of this show. Um, and I mean, much like a SummerSlam or a, uh, Extreme Rules or Battleground or whatever other pay-per-view the WWE puts out. I'll be watching it and I look forward or
1: to it. Fast Lane.
2: Or Fastlane. Or Fazlane. Ryan's favorite. Any other got you, and Matt, uh, Tim, any other thoughts here before we keep parading through the no, I think, topics? I
1: think I've covered everything I want to cover. I, I'd love to hear Matt's final thoughts.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. I think a lot gets lost in in the whole debate of how the announcement was made, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Right. You know. So, so Stephanie made it fine. It, it is what it is. The fact that it's happening, you know, I think I want to say, Jim, you, myself, and Ryan were at that stand-up show with Mick Foley when we heard about this Divas Revolution thing starting with the initial tweets. So to see how far they've come in that span of time. It's it's crazy to me that, you know, we it started with just some, like, backhanded tweets from A.J. Lee, yeah. and here we are getting an all-women's pay-per-view now a few years later. And I can't wait to see how much further they go with this. Like, the May Young Classic was huge. yeah. This is even bigger.
2: Absolutely. And don't be shocked if, uh, what, eight months from now, we're not talking about a, you know, women's main event at WrestleMania, like I, I think this, this is all in the next step of, of what what is, what has been happening, and I, th- this event it's great, and uh, and that could be as well. All right, let's um, I'm not gonna not gonna touch on a lot of things uh from from WWE TV this week just because because you watched it, just because yeah, we all watched it, <laughs> um, but uh you know obviously you know Monday Night Raw we saw um you know Roman beating Bob again. Um, Bob! Um,
1: again again?
2: Well, that's <laughs> true, not again. Yeah. Becoming number one contender Thank again. Thank you. Um So and, what's the
1: problem? I hear some I hear some strain in your voice when you say that.
2: Oh, I have no problem. Okay. Nice. I have no problem. Um I I I thought that the match at Extreme Rules was fine. We didn't get to talk about Extreme Rules. We weren't on the air last week. I thought that match was fine. I thought this match was fine. Um you know and and i mean obviously I, I knew like i mean i i mean i personally i was actually kind of a little surprised because i i i thought for sure we were getting triple threat i really thought we were getting triple threat oh but and,
1: we are oh
2: but we will see i don't think we will oh i do i do you think we're gonna see yeah. 31 repeater
1: uh no no no, no. uh brock's in the building next week if Braun Strowman is any sort of man, he's getting his hands on Brock at Raw, winning the belt at Raw, and then oh. injecting himself there, Braun as champion, Braun Brock Roman. So uh-huh. that way, that way, if Roman wins the title, he never beat Brock. If Brock loses, he doesn't get pinned.
2: Okay, there you go. All right, all right. Dingy, I got- dingy. See, no, I think uh, I. I- I envision it that we're just, uh, we're going to get Roman beating Brock, and then Braun saves the day.
1: Saves the
2: day? Well, okay. And I say that, I say that meaning because we know what the reaction. uh,
3: Everyone is going to shit on Roman winning at SummerSlam. Right, exactly. Like
2: like Good. You're going to have AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Eat it. Uh, on that show, but like you're gonna get to the main event. It's gonna be Brock versus Roman. You're gonna have a Brooklyn crowd do a Brooklyn crowd yep, thing. Yup.
1: And then Roman's gonna win, and then they're gonna like tune up the Brooklyn crowd. Roman thing even more. Roman's gonna win the title, and he's gonna come down with a case of ligma, like ligma balls. <laughs> I'm the champ. How's that? Um, and then I think. Do you really think like <laughs> damn apples weeks
3: before All In? WWE would really put the belt on Roman. Say that one but more they time. You have to know.
1: Before they All-In, they're going to put the title on their biggest star? On yeah.
3: the most hated SMART wrestler. Two weeks before the biggest SMART event, they're going to do that. Ligma. <laughs>
2: That's why I said you're going to get Braun to save the day. Hold
1: my beer. Watch this. <laughs> You wanna bet?
2: Oh. oh man, it's really gonna happen, isn't it? Now that like just hearing you say <laughs> to, to, like, to, can quote, I just to
1: quote uh to quote Levar Ball we have spoken into existence. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get sick of it.
2: <laughs> like I just I can j I can literally almost picture Vince McMahon sitting it's like in, <laughs> sitting in his his room just grabbing a bottle of water and <laughs> Lick my balls.
1: Like, I can just see, like, (laughs) some. I envision Vince
3: as, like, the villain from Inspector Gadget, just, like, (laughs) petting the cat, watching the fans just shit all over this main event of his second biggest pay-per-view and just fuck him.
1: And so what I see is is Leonardo DiCaprio just sitting back and just... (laughs) Just cla- just giving it the good klapperuski just like, like we did it like good job team pack it up let's go home like, we got it, we got tv on monday roll out
2: like you know how like and i'm not making light of what seemingly in like what what is a a serious situation but like when matt lauer got fired from the today show they they said he had a button that would at his desk that would lock the door like i imagine that at that at uh Gorilla on, at SummerSlam, Vince is going to have a button, and it's not going to lock any doors, but it's just it's going to drop a curtain, so that you know when Roman wins, tractor beam him out of there. When Roman wins, he's going to hit a button, and you're just you're just going to hear that. And you gotta like, move. You're just you to shake it. Just, just like you're gonna hear awkward grunting from inside yeah. the curtain, <laughs> from inside the curtain. Yeah, like. Like, jerking the curtain is going to mean something completely different come SummerSlam Sunday. He's going
1: to be so happy.
2: He is going to be extremely happy. Can we talk about the hidden highlight of Raw, though? Let's
1: talk about it. I don't even know what you mean by the hidden highlight of Raw. The fact that Elias was on stage the whole night trying to perform, and every time they cut to him, he gets shit on by, like, the AOP... Or, uh, Did you buy the EP, by the way? I have title, so I got it.
2: Okay, yeah. I I, I, I downloaded it. Um, it's exactly what I thought it would be, and it's so perfect <laughs> because it's exactly what I thought it would be.
1: The only problem I have with it is that it's four right.
2: songs. Right, it's only four songs.
1: Nothing I, I, guess nothing was... I can't do is a banger. <laughs> there was part <laughs> of me...
2: That like I don't think I actually understood that that they meant he was actually releasing music. Like I thought that was like a storyline. Ha ha, tongue in cheek. No, brother. No, he literally released a fourth song out. And
1: album. the Monday, this Monday, they released the Elias on Bourbon Street that they taped at WrestleMania.
2: Oh, I gotta go watch. So they that. did like
1: an unplugged for him. He and it
2: went. It was as high on Monday. It was as high as number six on the iTunes chart, not high enough, not high enough, but that in and of itself is, uh, is spectacular. Um, but like I, I, the, the reaction going back to, uh, Monday night raw and, uh, and Roman getting the (laughs) win is like, I saw a lot of people saying that like WWE just doesn't care. Like WWE, like they, they never do anything that the fans want. Like, and it, I, I guess it like raises the question, like do does WWE care about the fans opinion
1: in regards to oh, in regards to Roman uh,
2: anything because the claim was after Roman won that they that they never listen to the fans and they don't care what the fans think
1: like um, no <laughs> that's wrong right um, you're wrong Damn it! Where are the, where are the tweets? You gotta pin, you gotta pin your hot takes. I need man. to.
2: I really do. Uh, maybe they were showing up as replies, but like I, I brought up some instances of just recently, and it was ones that
1: just like flew off of my head. Right. Like, WWE has a relatively high batting average for giving us what we, the collective, we want. And, like, aside from like reinstating Hulk Hogan and like Roman Reigns, everything else seems to be a okay. Like, other than like the tag, the raw tag team division. They gave us Woken Matt Hardy.
2: Yeah. Um, Ah, here we go. Uh, AJ Styles is WWE champ. Nakamura is U.S. champ. Rollins has been must see TV. Uh, Kay almost killed himself in a cage match. Uh, There's no more Divas Division or Butterfly Belt. Uh, Women have had cage, sell, money in the bank, etc. matches. Women have main evented pay-per-views. There's an all-women's pay-per-view. Broken Hardy. Daniel Bryan's back. Rusev is a featured player. Had a WWE title match. Braun won money in the bank and is waiting in the wings to become Universal Champion. Those were just things that, like, off the top of my head.
1: But, Jem... They gave the title to Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal was champion, if you remember.
2: I I do, but they wanted something different.
1: No, we didn't want that.
2: (laughs) Um, again, I'm I'm not going. I'm not going to like totally like pass off and dismiss like somebody that is frustrated that Roman continues to be put in this spot. But, again, he, right, wrong, or indifferent, is your, your, your lead money guy, your lead merch guy right now.
1: And he's the one that has the unresolved issue.
2: That's true as well. Like,
1: once this storyline is resolved, we can move on. Right. Until then, they kind of booked this in a corner. Roman should have already been champion at the Greatest Royal Rumble. They, quote, unquote, missed it. And now he should have won at WrestleMania. Right. Like he should
2: have won at Mania.
1: And then he, he should have won. got it at the Greatest Royal Rumble, aka we, we're gonna get it right this time. We didn't get it right. And so
2: WrestleMania red pen is what that should have been called. Like it should have been like the moment when the teacher
1: goes through and
2: corrects the things that were wrong. They didn't even do that then. So like yeah, you're you are gonna get that resolution, but like
1: <clears throat> Or so we hope.
2: What well, <laughs> <yeah. laughs>
1: because because, because you know what could be you know what else could happen what's that brock could win brock could win and that would be worse than anything right if, can anyone in the chat tell me they would rather brock lesnar still be universal champion and not be on TV than have roman reigns be on TV with the title some if somebody can tell me that i'm going to block you <laughs> I will tell you that you're blocked. <laughs> I don't want to see. You. Hang up. Hang up. I'm <laughs> done with you. I'm outta. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, i thought I liked you. That
2: that has been uh, the other like weird thing. And again, I get that. It, I get that it is going back the whole going back to Roman thing. But it's we want it off of Brock. We want it off of Brock. But. You know, if 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 it, you know, now that it's Roman versus Brock, a lot of those we wanted off
1: of Brock people are now cheering. You've for You've got to pick a side. Do it. There's have, a line in the sand. Have but- your cake, eat it too. I want the universal title on Raw. I don't want Roman to win, but if Roman's your chance, if Roman's your chance to dance, then you, if you can't love the one you want, love the one you're with, you and go. Roman's here. All the time. And,
2: and, and this is, this is just trying to find that, that silver lining. If Roman gets the belt, and and I'm doing this for, for like the, the anti-Romaners. If Roman gets the title.
1: He's beatable.
2: He's beatable. And isn't it fun? Like, and let's just say Braun doesn't cash in between now and SummerSlam or SummerSlam night. Like... Isn't it going to be fun to, like, watch people chase the title and, like, you have that hope of every time Roman defends the title that he drops it because you don't want him holding the title?
1: Like, imagine how bananas it's going to be once the title's back on. Like, wonder how much, like, make right they're going to be. And it's like, yo, it's a WWE Universal title open challenge. And we're just doing open challenges for three years to make up for how this title (laughs) hasn't been here. (laughs)
2: Um, I mean, like right away, Finn Balor, you know, has a claim to it. Like Seth, Seth Finn, is, you know, like KO. there's That's... so much, like, like you know what I mean? There, there is so much to, uh, you know, to, to look forward to, and like there's there's that chase again, right? So, so even if even if you don't like Roman, I I I think that there and and I will I, I am in this camp that it. It is better for WWE and for Raw for the title to go at least off of Brock, whether it goes on to Roman or there's
1: a cash in. Harvina Whippleman.
2: <laughs> get it just off of Brock. Just follow me here. And I love Brock. Like I've, I'm, I'm a Brock guy, but get it off of Brock. Like just it, It's time. Get it off of Doesn't Brock. Doesn't he have
1: some real punching in the face to train for or something? Yeah, but you
2: know Vince wants him to have that title. When he goes to the getting the real punch in the face.
1: I think he would concede Brock losing the Universal title and then getting real punched in the face. If he means that when he goes and gets real punched in the face, he wins the UFC title and then comes, comes back, back to Rock. WWE. Well, and I think the fear,
2: too, is if, if like the WWE hypothetically keeps it on him beyond SummerSlam. So that when he's going into a real fight situation, he's being, you know, he's on ESPN and wherever else as WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. But if Brock goes into that real fight and doesn't win. Wrestling's fake. That's
1: bad. Wrestling's fake.
2: For your Universal title and for your Universal Champion.
1: WWE's stupid go UFC UFC like unless UFC. It's, unless it's
2: like you know unless it's a, a setup fight I'm which we know it's not. Fight pass
1: right now. Get rid of the WWE network. I'm buying fight pass. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let, let's let's talk about just a, a, a couple
2: of uh, a, a things from SmackDown.
1: Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. I hate I
2: know what you're about
1: to say. Go ahead. Okay.
2: I hate that. Uh-huh. Um. Randy Orton's promo was awesome.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. I fucking hate that I have to say that. Newsflash, Randy Orton's good. Like, and, and I think maybe that's my frustration.
3: let pump the brakes on that. On what? On him being good. He's good One when he... promo. There's not a man make.
1: No, but right, he's been doing this since 2002. He's he's good now, when he's
2: invested.
1: Can we can we concede to
3: that? When he's not high as shit and getting <laughs> suspended every six months, sure.
2: Okay, he's great. Um, so, like, and 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 I don't I don't know where I, I I saw this this week, but Orton's been been pushing for like this heel turn, this specific. Like, type of, you know, I'm going to look directly into the camera and basically call out all, like, the smart nerds. Like, I'm going to flash the two sweet. Like, all of that. Like, he's wanted to do this for a while. So, like, and, and I, I hope it does, like, parlay into, like, better matches and, like, you know, the Randy Orton. This uh,
1: might be his tail run. Just so you guys, if you guys, you guys want to find any silver lining, this is the I, yes. start. The beginning beginning of of the the end. end, Because Randy is ready to... Randy's ready... To retire. Yeah, like, Randy's like, I'm going to start putting over Aiden English now so that the next time you guys go to Europe, I can stay home, and then Aiden English is a bigger draw.
2: Yeah, because, I mean, he is is in his... Like, 41, 42, right?
1: But remember, he was the youngest guy on that Survivor Series team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Wait, was it Randy Orton that was the that that was the catalyst for wrong side of thirty? I think he might believe it was. I believe it yeah. was. Uh to go way back in the archives. I don't even know if I have like the original audio of that. But um you know, when Orton is this invested, he's good. So the the, the promo was fire. I, I hope it continues. I will say that. Uh, there is marked skepticism for me, but I I would be wrong if I didn't point out the fact that his uh his promo on Tuesday was fantastic. And I hope it parlays uh, into the rest.
1: Um, we didn't we didn't talk about the most disgusting thing that's oh, ever the happened, ear, right? Yeah, the ear hole. So that is um, my friends and I, uh, the group chat outside of this, have coined this the new snake bite. Okay. It's I'm with it's the new Jake the Snake dropping the Cobra on Randy Savage, like that's still to get put to put how disgusted I was on that segment. An hour before, my girlfriend sent me a picture of her roommate who had her lip gashed open by a cat, and it was just this little baby little baby hole in her bottom lip from a cat claw, and I could watch that. But I couldn't watch Randy Orton fishhook his little grubby finger into Jeff Hardy's ear. And there's two reasons why. One, if anyone's going to do it safely and do it where you're not going to hurt somebody, it's Randy Orton. But if there's anybody who's going to be like, yo, just effing rip it, it's Jeff Hardy. Right? He is not to be trusted. Right.
2: If we've learned something over uh you know over over the, the history it's it's
1: Randy Orton's 38.
2: Okay, he feels like he's 45.
1: He's just been around he's, so he's long. He's been around
2: that long. It's
1: like Buff Bagwell though. Like like the reason when oh,
2: Buff Bagwell's 70 years old.
1: But the thing was is like when Buff Bagwell started like he got the bad rep when he came over for the alliance thing in two thousand and one, he was like 34, 35, But because he started in ninety
2: two oh, and he yeah. was
1: there, he started when he was like twenty one. So it's like he had the stink of being old because he's just been around.
2: That is one of like my my favorite like Conrad reminders on the Pritchard and show a- though. A- AJ it's, Styles it's, is forty one. Right, when they when they talk about like how old guy like you know, when guys got into like, you know, their mid thirties, they had like the old stink. AJ Styles is 41 and is having like a, a just an awesome run with the WWE title. Um All right, uh let's see. Um, I'm I mean the AJ Styles uh Samoa Joe the, the Joe attack. I, I I love amazing that we're getting this match. Um Becky Lynch getting her shot. There's a there's a new Yep. a new feud for the women's title. I love it. Um not not I'm not even a big Becky Lynch fan, Matt. I know you are. I never have been, but it, it it feels good that there's something different and something fresh for that title.
3: Yeah, it's much deserved, and it's been a long time coming. I think Becky's put in the most work in the SmackDown women's roster, uh, not to take anything away from the rest, but I think she's kind of silently been carrying that side for quite some time, so to see this finally pay off is
1: Deal. As an aside, I want to ask every, uh, ask the three of us right now if if you had to rank the WWE four horsewomen, what order are you putting them in? And I will go first, okay? Because mine is the least likely. If I were if I were making the order of my top four, mm-hmm. it's I'm going to go four to one because that's even better. Okay, last is Sasha, third is Bailey second is charlotte one is becky lynch i think becky lynch is the best of all of them she's the most charismatic she's the most reliable in the ring like you can okay. set you can set your watch to what becky's going to do but to me becky is exactly what you want out of a wwe superstar charlotte's become that and she's phenomenal but i think becky is it.
2: Okay. That's just me. Matt, go ahead 4 to 1.
3: Mine's pretty similar. I'm I'm going to have Bailey at 4 just because of how far she's fallen off from the promise she had and then Sasha at 3, Charlotte at 2, Becky at 1.
2: I'll go I'm going to go Bailey, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte. I I
1: it's And you can't go wrong cuz it's like it's like ranking your favorite cereal like it eventually like cinnamon toast crunch but you're also gonna put you'll put like lucky charms fourth lucky charms is a fantastic cereal oh absolutely but yeah there are things better than it it's like yeah you can't just like by the way sidebar cereal your favorite your favorite dallas cowboys or your favorite 76ers like they're all great but like you know emmett smith's gotta drop somewhere
2: right um they they just came out with um chocolate peanut butter um pebbles they're fantastic just throwing that out there so you have cocoa pebbles never been have...
3: A, i've never been a pebbles fan
2: oh i love the pebbles they because like you know coke pebbles fruity pebbles there's also a cinnamon pebbles fantastic
1: what was the food that we talked about all the time that made you just kind of go like wretch a little bit there was something i don't remember hmm. i don't know when we talked about like weird food items and yeah. I hit on it a lot. I don't know. I'm There's sure something I'm about banana.
2: I'm sure. We'll, uh, I don't remember. I'm sure we'll stumble back on it at some point. Uh, Scotty has uh, his four. Um, <laughs> he says uh, one Charlotte, two Becky, three Santino, four Ellsworth. Uh, <laughs> 45,634 Sasha and 70,000 ba- Bailey. Wow. That hey. is harsh, man. Holy cow, Scotty. Uh Pat, thanks for tuning in, man. Uh good night. Uh, First of all,
1: your list is flawed. You put two men in. We're talking about horse women. <laughs> well, that- I know it's I know it's 2018 and we're all about equality here. We're talking about binary women.
3: Did you just assume the gender of <laughs> Oh no. <laughs>
1: uh, oh crap. Here we go. Uh
2: good night everybody. No- <laughs> um but uh, no i it is it is good to see you know to 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 have a a fresh um fresh feud going towards uh going towards SummerSlam with the uh, women's title. Uh let's keep plugging away here. The second quarter report for the WWE came out today. Um
1: just a few of the highlights. I got a coffee again. Uh here's the highlight. WWE is Scrooge McDuck jumping in a big vault of gold coins
2: pretty much. Um Vince McMahon said that they were, there were two record-breaking events this quarter, WrestleMania and the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, he brought up the upcoming 29, 2019 TV deal and said it was uh, six times bigger than their current deal. Um, he noted that, uh, of course, they have the Mae Young Classic and the Evolution pay-per-view coming up. Um, George uh, Barrios, who is the chief financial officer um, of the WWE, uh, so going over a couple of the financial highlights this quarter, revenues increased 31%, 31% to $281.6 million, uh, which was the highest quarterly revenue in WWE history. Do I need to say that again?
1: Suck it, Attitude Era. <laughs> Do I need to say that again? Yes. Yeah, the- Stone Cold Steve Austin, who? This. Roman Reigns. Oh, Jesus. Ligma. Ligma.
2: <laughs> wow man didn't see you taking that <laughs> route <laughs> um again the highest quarterly revenue in wwe history uh operating income nearly doubled to 21.2 million um which uh the wwe network average paid subscribers increased 10 percent to 1.8 million consistent with the company's guidance uh live event attendance was down eight percent but they're also Um, holding fewer events Um, so basically um, that's not to beat the dead horse nanny
1: nanny (laughs) boo boo
2: but that's what i mean when i uh say 40 times a show that you know the 2.3 rating for monday night raw in the middle of july perfect doesn't matter Like, it really doesn't matter. It's a home run,
1: guys. Good job. And
2: and here's the thing. I'm not – I'm sure that, you know, Vince and Triple H and everybody involved um, would be totally okay if the number came up every week. Like, if they were doing fours and fives. Um, But – I don't think that they're that concerned that the numbers are two, like, you know, two and a quarter, you know, 2.5, because there is proof that, you know, in 2018, the WWE um, is doing things right. Uh, Scotty, the money that the XFL, that is Vince McMahon's personal money.
1: Yeah, he's selling WWE stock, he, yeah. which is at its highest, which is like at eighty dollars a share, which is unreal. Yeah, did you see that? Did you man. see the notes of like all the top executives selling shares? Like Kevin Dunn sold ten million dollars worth of WWE stock recently, oh, and he still got more. Well, yeah, like Steph and Triple H just cashed out a cool mill, right? Just for nothing, unreal. Ka ching, got it.
2: Yeah, it's like a small loan of a million dollars. I just can
1: I have that? Can I have that?
2: <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, the, like there's no there's no WWE money going to the XFL um, this time.
1: <laughs> no, no, yeah. not at all.
2: There was a lot of mistakes made last time. Besides
1: and... the fact that the XFL was born.
2: Well, yeah. although time out, there's like this other and not to get all sportsy.
1: Oh, let's do it. I want to go there.
2: But like, there's uh, there's this other like. Uh, and uh, football league, the that's
1: Alliance been, of American Football, yes, the Ebersol League, that just actually signed a deal with Starter. For,
2: what? Fu- what fucking year is it? <laughs> the year starter. 2000. Like I remember, like when I was a kid having Starter NFL jerseys and Starter the the, the sweet hoodies, uh, you know, and Starter hockey jerseys because, like, that was the only company that made those things in nineteen ninety six. Their sideline apparel and uniforms are made by Starter, and it is twenty. 20- God bless. Like, sorry. Okay, back to wrestling. Um, but no, I I, I I I do enjoy when these when these quarterly reports come out because, you know, I I you do get curious sometimes. It's just exactly, you know, does the WWE like you know have the finger on the pulse the right way, or, or are you know are they doing things the right way? But when when these sort of numbers comes out, you know it it, it is a reminder for me that it's it, that okay, things may not always be the best, and I and I do admittedly try and put as much shine on it as possible because I I enjoy to to try to be that way.
1: And then you hand it to me, and then I shine. it Tim some shines more. shines
2: the rest. Um, and and, I, and it's not just with the WWE. Like I, I I have been trying to be better at that just in general. But, like, it, uh, you know, it it, it is a good thing, um, you know, to see that the company's doing this well, obviously.
1: Absolutely. Like, you can't go wrong. Like, the WWE making more money just means we're going to get more nice things. Right. Like, that's it.
2: Um. Scotty points out like that they still don't like have pyro and like I mean he said uh talking smack I, I do miss talking smack but if you if you bring back talking smack you lose 205 live which is a product that is absolutely on
1: fire I'd also like to make a good point who on the WWE roster right now used pyro that we got rid of it AJ that's it
2: Yeah, I mean Becky. Becky
1: had smoke. Brock's there once a year. (laughs) Yeah, relax. Goldberg, (laughs) Hall of Fame. He doesn't exist anymore. Carry on. You can't say Kane because we got Pyro with Kane. No, we got
2: Pyro with Daniel
1: Bryan and Kane. I know, Um, but still. Like there's no pyro because there's no need for pyro because right. nobody uses pyro. And like, here's the thing: like,
2: if, if you you wanted to create the effect, you could build the effect in with with audio. Right. You know what I mean? Like, audio and lighting. Like, it wouldn't it wouldn't be exactly the same, but
1: if you wanted oh, that, Oh,
3: I would. Hate if they did that, I'd rather just not. Oh, do
1: yeah, no, I, I, I don't need it, and and I am glad they they it's don't already sensory overload with the Tron and like the display board on the ramp and the oh yeah the I mean, LED lights oh and absolutely then the, the board the the lights on the but like on the you boards. Can, you know
2: the uh, you know I call them like the 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 Randy Wharton strobes like you know the, like the bright whites you could do a bright white and a and a um, you know and a bang in the when aj does his intro if they wanted to go that way they don't need to they shouldn't do it um but
3: and did i, I mean get, who would stand to benefit from pyro like i guess
1: bobby lashley
3: Braun, Braun, Braun. maybe
1: i don't
2: know i think i think Braun. <laughs> i think Braun benefits himself just screaming I think that's his part. If he's not
1: chasing, if he's not screaming at someone, and he's, he's running, chasing them. So right.
3: you do admit that he is screaming his name to begin. No, his he's roaring. Time.
2: He's we're not, we don't have time for this. It's again. Braun. No, he's it's a roar. It
1: was a roar, and now it's his name.
2: I'm not you. <laughs> no, it is a roar. Damn it! It is a roar. Braun. Um, and Seth does not. Braun. <laughs> no. And no, Seth does not need pyro. He has he has the epilepsy ep- epilepsy lights. So yeah,
1: the guy, he's the burn it down man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I
3: could, could see some pyro coming after the burn it down initially. Well, he could just
1: do. There's it. already there is already a pyro. It's on the ground.
2: Yeah, he could light the stage thing on fire with the with the uh, with the video like he did at. Can we just
1: all agree that the the, the worst thing? Ryan the, loved the, that. The, the what the fire. He hated it. Okay, good. He hated it. He was so, so mad. So, what, what did he hate more? Did he hate the fire more or the Randy Orton sperm snake?
2: No, he. I think he hated the fire more.
1: There's no way
2: he the like traveling
1: sperm the down the ramp at WrestleMania was any good.
3: What was that mad? I think Ryan, like, justified the snake. I think he was, like, on board with the snake and like use that to further his argument against the flame.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> but like, man, when Seth came out and he you know, and he spiked that the 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 fake <laughs> and the and the fire goes <laughs> there are a few things when Ryan gets like really mad when we're watching <laughs> a show. I
1: can't wait. And that
2: was one of them.
1: Like I need to be there live, like if we don't if we don't go to WrestleMania.
2: Well, I think at least if nothing else, we we should uh, be able to view SummerSlam together. Oh, I'm down for that. We should probably do it do a SummerSlam watch. But, um, but yeah, like the, there's very few. There was something he got mad at this year, I think, and I don't remember what it was. Besides
1: Nicholas, oh, that's
2: right. That's right, Nicholas. He he was pissed. He was madder at Nicholas than I was at Zack Ryder winning the uh, Intercontinental title. The, I don't uh,
3: think I've ever seen Ryan as angry as he was oh, when Nicholas. Yeah.
2: Imagine
1: watching that in Australia at a different time zone and you can't yell at anyone <laughs> because no one cares. <laughs> and like like I had to explain to my house guest, well, like hey man how, how they knew I was a wrestling fan. I was like, they were like, "Hey man, how is WrestleMania?" and I was just trying to be really good about it and I was like it could have been better. Mm,
2: Charlie asked if we'd ever do a watch along podcast. I don't know if we if we would do like a full, uh, full watch along, um, but
3: we we I, I, like I, at some like a mystery science theater. <laughs>
1: the I'm so, show. I, I've
2: wanted to do that for a very long time, and 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 that's something once like once the new studio and new basement and all of that set up, like stuff like that. I, I want to get into a little bit more because mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have, like, the proper area to do these sort of we things. We would
1: have to do it so that, like, the camera is facing us and not from our backs. Yes. Because we can't show, can't show the the, the movie or, 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 show or the, the network. Yeah.
2: Um, but, like, stuff like that or, like, um, I, I want to do some more stuff. Like, you know, as we are, if we do have, like, watch parties for pay-per-views, I want to do, like, you know, jump on Periscope for a match and like watch along with us watching the match or, uh, you know, on, you know, YouTube live or, or Facebook live, or even on our, uh, Patreon page. Like that sounds like something that it, you should maybe, uh, pony up a little, a little cash money and get some of that exclusive content. So, um, but, uh, definitely stuff like that is, is, is in, on the like list of things I want to do. It, it, it's now that, you know, once I move, and uh, we get, like, the, a more proper setup for all of these sort of things. Like, it, it uh, will definitely uh, definitely be in the works, Charlie. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. Um, all right. Uh, Matt Riddle uh, appears to be, because it's not official yet, but, like, we can, like, officially call it unofficial, officially happening, some degree of, of that. Um, so, but there's smoke.
1: Yeah. There's some smoke in the city.
2: Well, we are talking about Matt Riddle. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, it was announced this week that Matt Riddle will no longer be taking part of the upcoming Battle of Los Angeles and PCW events he was previously previously advertised for. Um, He uh, he was on um, Sean Waltman's uh, podcast, uh, speaking a little bit this week about some of the... um, you know of the rumors. He says I'm in a really good position right now. I work with Evolve on a regular basis. They have a great relationship with WWE uh, and other companies as well. Um, so basically, like I think the writing's on the wall here. Like he will be in in WWE. He will be in. Uh, he, you know, I'm sure it will be NXT first. Um, but this is this is exciting.
1: It's very exciting. He's so dynamic of a like of a wrestler he's he's really taken to professional wrestling absolutely relatively quickly like he's he's really only been doing it for like two or three years. years he was
2: rookie of the pwi's rookie of the year in 2016
1: yeah so about as long as the women's revolution's been going on yeah matt riddle has quietly been assembling a resume Assembling a resume that is just second to none. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's no one really like him doing, like, his stuff.
2: Will WWE make him wear boots? No. No? Nope. Okay. I, I hope they don't.
1: I think they make him tape his feet or wear, like, ankle gimmicks. Like so, the, yeah. Like, something. To, to
2: avoid Rusev, like, you know, what happened to Rusev. Right. Um... Matt, what was the show we saw him at? Was that uh, Hybrid?
3: Yeah, Hybrid. Like against that, uh, Eddie Kingston, right?
2: Yes, um, and that was the first we had seen him, and in, in, or I had seen him live in over a year. You know, we had we had seen him, um, and and did some you know interview stuff with him uh, with the now uh, non-existent KPW. Um, awesome guy. First off, I mean, just um, from from talking to him in the back, but like. The the improvement that we saw that I saw on him from you know when he was in Lancaster to when we saw him and that was last year that we saw him last fall like the guy the guy's a monster he's built like a brick shit house and uh, I I I can't wait till he until he's in NXT
1: he's a grown man and I just can't wait I can't wait for him to go to NXT there's so many great things going on with WWE in the developmental scene. I mean, even the most recent group of signings with Keith Lee, Indiana Perrazzo, and, and MJ Jenkins. Like there's, there's a lot of good signings that are making their way into NXT, which means call up season should be yeah. coming up soon. You too, know, call so. ups
2: will be happening. Um, yeah, obviously the, some of the comments about, uh, the, uh, extracurriculars that, that red old legs take part in, um, I'll just, I'll say, I'll say this. there, There's probably more of that stuff going on with people than, uh, than we even know.
3: You never know. never hindered Randy Orton.
2: <laughs> this is true.
1: Well, according to you, he got him suspended every six months. So make up your mind. What's your story?
2: I mean, it did. It but he did, never got, he I never mean, got it, canned.
3: It was like the, the fake injury. I was like, oh, Randy Orton hurt and <laughs> it, it,
2: Randy Orton stubs they his toe. It. Breaking news. They
3: found another bong in an locker.
2: Um, but speaking of NXT, um, we were we were going to talk about it last week. Obviously, it didn't get on the air. Uh, we have a new NXT champion. Are we
1: can like, we can actually talk about it because it aired. Yes, it
2: aired yesterday. Um, if you're watching us, you're not being spoiled at this point. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Alistair Black uh, to win the NXT title. Uh, he becomes the 14th superstar to hold that championship. Um, the, awesome. I mean, I love Aleister black as, as champion. Um, I'm happy that Chompa is being rewarded for probably the best work in the WWE company. If not the best, it's right up there. It's top definitely five. the best. heel work. Definitely the best in NXT. Um, but yeah, definitely, um, you know, definitely top five for, for the entire company, um, and I'm I'm excited to see his title reign. I'm a little um, curious. I don't want to say concerned, curious as to what what happens with Alistair Black now. Um, I've got a good idea. By all means.
1: Well, it's gonna. NXT Brooklyn triple threat probably. Okay. Because I mean Johnny's interjected himself into this again. Black freaking Johnny. Freaking Johnny <laughs> this time. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a triple threat so that, that way that the, the storyline between Gargano and Ciampa can carry through into WrestleMania. Okay. Um it's gonna be a way for Alistair Black to probably phase out and move towards the WWE and be a, a SummerSlam call up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be good. NXT is so good. Like, let's, let's move past like the main event. Like that entire show was good. Like, uh, Cole and Ricochet stuff was phenomenal. Uh, the contract signing between Kairi Sane and Shayna Baszler was on point. Uh, I love, if you aren't paying attention to Lacey Evans, you should be.
2: Oh yeah, she's real good.
1: The a woman's right is the best name of a finisher I've heard in forever. I'm hard pressed to find a better name. Better
3: than the Bailey to belly? Are you kidding me? Yes, it's <laughs> way
1: better. I, you I am se- not. I'm I not thought a-
2: you were serious for a minute. <laughs> oh no, my news, god! News it's the worst for- <laughs> name and
3: finisher.
1: Combined. Newsflash, the only time I like a name of a move, like, I don't (laughs) like it when moves are named after people, with the exception of, like, a Steiner line or a Stinger Splash.
2: Okay. That's it. (laughs) Hard line. To be fair, I I like Taz Plex.
1: A a Taz Plex. Um,
3: You didn't like the walls of Jericho?
1: No, I was a Lion Tamer guy. You mean the Boston Crab? You mean the Quebec crab? Um,
2: like I, I I do miss I I do miss the lion tamer though, because like the lion tamer actually looked like it would really freaking hurt. Um, but uh, no, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing where this uh the, this title that would
1: be a great draft too. What's that draft finisher names?
2: Oh my god, we just need we need to start making a list. We need to write them down. We really need to start making a list. Um, the, the only other thing I really have to talk about, um, I don't know if you guys watched this, Tim, I know you didn't get a chance to watch this yet because it, it is not on demand, Boo. but the, the Ms and Miss Ms and Mrs. debut, um, fantastic. It's so good. I'm so sad that I missed it. Um, but, uh, it was, it, it, and, and just for, um, knowledge of eyes on the product sake um that it had a one point almost a one and a half million viewers and was ranked number five for the night uh on cable in the 18 to 49 uh demographic um to compare it to uh this week's total bellas that drew uh 610,000 viewers again that's on e um so i don't know you know the the impression obviously this also half hour that was an hour um, don't know if that, uh, plays into it as well. Um, but, uh, man, it, uh, it was real, real good. And, and I'm a, I am, I, I am an admitted sucker for these sort of things. Cause I, I, I watch total total Bellas and total Divas and, you know, pretty much any like WWE related, uh, reality show that you're going to give me, um, I'm going to watch it like I, I just will I'm a sucker for You're the it. target demo yeah and and I love it and, and but this this uh, so much better than than total bellas or total divas um, and, and I think a lot of it too uh, has to do with the fact that this is kind of the world that the Miz came from so he gets it like th- this is you this are, is a very perfect role for him. you all
1: adopted reality television I was born in it
2: that got weird. What's well, been? I know what it is. It just got weird for uh, a minute. Crouching this plane. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Matt, did you did you watch it? I did not. You should watch. I think you would enjoy it. Here's the deal. I now, my wife does not like wrestling. She watched it as a kid. Doesn't, haven't watched it in forever. Um, her only flaw. Her only flaw. Uh, Occasionally, if I turn on Raw or SmackDown, she will like hang through the first segment. <laughs> Usually, it's like, oh, it's time for me to go to bed. Um, but she, she at times has come in while I'm watching uh, Total Bellas, Total Divas, like come in during the middle of the show, and she'll watch it through the end. I, I was because I know she likes the MTV real world, ch- like the MTV challenge and stuff like that. And she has known the Miz. Watched the Real World back in the day. I was like, I think you'll enjoy this because I had already watched it. I was like, I think you'll enjoy this. She uh, she absolutely loved it. And she's she's like, I think I enjoy like these reality shows more than the wrestling. I'm like, that's that's accurate for you, but uh, it is my hope, and it, it it is always my hope with these things that I find some way to pull her in the wrestling world with us. And I feel this is my best chance.
1: And if there's any way to watch a television show with my girlfriend or my wife or anything and be able to lust after Maurice at the same time safely, <laughs> that's fine with me dog. Hey, um yeah. I mean the, oh, I would dare say Maurice is the hottest woman. That has ever worked in WWE. Wow, wow! And I look, I'm. I know it's 2018, and we're supposed to appreciate them for their talents, but wow, Maurice is an eternal babe. Wow, the hottest ever, hottest ever.
2: All right, for the people following along, uh, <laughs> Charlie says, "Tim, are you trying to sound like Tony Schiavone on purpose?" <laughs> I guess when you're talking about hot women,
1: no, like I'm not. I'm not sitting here talking about like, like Deuce. I'm not talking about Deucey. I'm not talking about. Did you hear Bischoff talking about her? Because uh, this week's episode, was I have I have not watched, I have not listened uh, on, to uh,
2: Road Wild. He, on he, Road Wild, he got or he Hog got, Wild, Hog Wild. Uh, Bischoff almost went like full Shivani talking about Medusa on this one. So. Um, Maybe there was more going on uh, in the WCW land that nobody knew about. Um, it's like WCW Melrose Place. Um,
1: I've opened a can of worms. Yeah, here we go. Here oh, we Jesus. go. Here we go. So I'm we, so glad that like so yeah, might as well Facebook. If if I'm glad Facebook chat isn't on the recording of the podcast that everybody else gets. If, Don't repeat that. If, uh, but Devin, you're right. If uh, if you're
2: following along, um, you know, on the live video, if you want to leave, who you think Mike. is your hottest uh, woman in the history of the WWE? Uh, Matt, do you have one? If we're, I guess we're gonna go down this road.
3: Oh, uh, not off the top of my head. I'd have to actually like sit and think about it. But I mean, my favorite of all time, and she was stunning, was is Trish Stratus. So.
2: Okay, yeah, I mean, it's hard to go wrong there. Uh, Charlie says Lita, hands down. Um, Mike says Maurice, for sure. Maurice
1: is definitely up there. See, Lita has two... Like, she was only hot twice. Like, she was hot... (laughs) So, Like, in her life, two times? Well, no, no, no. So, like, what I'm talking about at, like you i have to take the i have to just like you appreciate an athlete's talent for when they're in their prime i think lita has two places where you could call her prime one is 2001 team extreme and the right. other prime is live sex celebration lita with edge like Depends on how you like your girls, which dirty, was at the
2: Giant Center, dirty by or the dirtier. Way. Like it but depends
1: the, where you want it.
2: The live sex celebration was in Hershey,
1: and like to me, Trish, Trish was she was hot at first because we hadn't seen anything like her, and then like she was still like hot. As she went along, she's still like. Hot. I feel like I feel like I need to be the guy who did the, the crazy hot matrix. I need a dry erase board behind me. So Trish here, she's of the seven.
2: I don't know. I the name that keeps going into my head, and 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 I, I would have to I'd have to think about it a little more. Like like where Matt's at. Um, Stacy
1: Keebler, man. So two of the hottest women, just to the record, uh, why WCW is better than WWE is two of the hottest women of all time came from WCW: Stacy Keebler, Tori Wilson.
2: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. We're all tied.
1: Roll to, damn to Steal tied. that
2: from from Conrad.
1: Um, Melina's Melina, she's on that list. Layla L. Someone just said Layla.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Layla. They, we're we're going through them on the on the. Kelly uh,
3: Kelly should be on the list.
2: Are you yeah. serious?
3: Somewhere. As a hottie? Hell
1: yeah.
2: Oh, come on, Tim. Nah. Come on now.
1: Hard pass. Same with Paige. Hard Jesus, pass. Jesus, there are some comments in this <clears throat>
2: that I will not read on air, but I do appreciate the, uh, the candor. The candor. We appreciate it. And, and the entertainment the humor. Um,
1: this is all just for. This is all just Boys Club, like, yucking it up. This is not.
2: Right. I like how this show is being bookended. We started with. Women's Revolution, Women's Pay-Per-View, and the last topic has
1: turned into Hottest Woman Ever. But if we could talk about the women, too. Like, at first, like, when you were in WWE and you got hired, it was because, like, you were hot. Right. And, like, that's what your thing was. Like, you were just hot. Right, I mean. And now, like, the women we have are equal parts stunning and great in the ring. Right, like, Tori Wilson...
2: I don't think anybody's marking her down for, you know, best female wrestler. (laughs) She's not going into
1: cauliflower alley.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, Layla, probably not either. Um, you know, there was plenty of, 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 you know, of divas, you know, through that era that, um, were just that,
1: like they, it wasn't, the wrestling wasn't good. Different era. It was the eye candy era.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what you know, where we have gotten now—divas
1: and hedonism. Do you remember? <laughs>
2: Jesus, what was the,
1: What was it was? I think it was called um, Desert Heat. Yeah. which is my favorite dry rub at Buffalo Wild Wings too.
2: It is a good one. Um, the, I mean, you had HLA for God's sakes. I mean, like, if you really go back, like, I mean, go back 10 years, 15 years.
1: Yeah, 15 years for HLA.
2: Yeah, because, that, yeah, that was, that, that. I was still watching at, at that point because, like, there was a period of time where yeah, I had the left. Head,
1: the headline, the headlining women's, or one of the headlining women's segments at WrestleMania 19, I think, was Stacy and Tori versus the Bud Light girls. <laughs> the Bud Light twins. The Bud Light twins. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah, Scotty, you redeemed yourself some with me tonight, bud, throwing Eva Marie out there for for uh, attractiveness. She's hot. I
1: don't I care thought, what anybody said. I thought you said. were going to say his n- mention of JoJo. Oh, I
2: must have missed that one. But, uh, again, not Matt, you can make the joke if you want because Ryan's <laughs> not here to say it. Um, for ring talent, not there. But uh, Eva Marie hot.
1: I prefer Jessica Rabbit.
2: She has purple hair now.
1: Who, Jessica Rabbit? No. <laughs> wow,
2: we have uh, we have spiraled down. So Elias dropped an album. He did, which we already talked about. It was at the bottom of my uh, list, but again, it top went up to number six. Should I bring up a little sample of it? Can you play
1: the the th- track three? All right, let's find track nothing, three. Nothing I can't do. Yeah This is epic man Piano time Billy Joel eat your heart out <laughs> Elton who Croon <laughs> it You didn't know what to expect That's right Didn't know what you were gonna see I sure didn't Elias why You were living life in the dark Sure before was Before I came on your TV oh, Sing it Nothing is the same Praise God so, Good. Oh, you're never Gonna forget my name Never <laughs> Cause I'm everything That anyone would wanna be And I wish I'm a lighter my right soul now. For the world to see I even wrote this song On a piano just for you Yeah, I wrote I can't do. Let's talk about how great it is that he's a such a good heel that he wrote a song for the piano because he wanted to prove to you that there's nothing he can't do.
2: Um That's the equi-
1: that's the equivalent of Mr. Perfect throwing a pass to himself.
2: It, it kind of is. Like the 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 brilliant and, and I I did not like Elias in NXT because like he wasn't good um what we have now is just I mean it's it's spectacular I I I love and he's gotten really good too not just character wise like he has
1: gotten he can control a crowd and
2: it's it's yeah it's uh it, it is spectacular it is absolutely spectacular um Man, I really I, I have I have nothing else and I feel like my voice is starting to uh
1: It's kind of you know it's kinda fun when it's just the three of us. It is. I mean I kinda miss Ryan, but
2: I mean I miss him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: oh. Matt, you're getting all choppy over there.
3: Yeah, my uh I had moved my phone and the the connection was a little weird. Ah.
1: Oh Mr. yamaguchi sound over there getting all choppy choppy. <laughs> But I do,
2: I do miss Ryan, but uh, we'll have one more live show next week with him in this
3: in this place.
2: We
1: got to celebrate. We got to get this we close this place out strong. And then we'll then we'll have the uh, best show or, ever
2: next
3: next week is the last
2: the last live show from
3: Front Street
2: from from the from the Front Street Studio. And, Front Street and then uh, we'll have we'll have the recorded draft um, that we're going to record on August fifth. That'll air on the 9th, and then the sixteenth will be in a whole new, whole new place, man. It's happening. Wow. It is can, going down.
1: Can you dig it? It is going down.
2: Uh, Matt, who is the Instagram woman of the week this week?
3: Woman of the week this week is Black Dahlia. wrestles down in Texas, coming off a severe injury. Actually, tore tendons in both of her feet. Wow. Uh, Really want to give her the uh, the feature this week. Go give her a follow. Give her some uh, some motivation to get back in that ring, and uh, and we can post some videos of her as well along the way.
2: Absolutely. And uh, where can they uh, follow you on Twitter, Matt? With soon soon football time.
3: Yeah, they might not want to. Notre Dame season starts in a little over a month, so uh, <laughs> I guess now, now's now's better time than any. So I'm on Twitter <laughs> at three CT. The letter A, Philly is in Philadelphia, and then the number 8, so 3CT, affiliate.
2: All right, Matt, we'll talk to you next week.
3: Yep, have a good one, guys. All
2: right, see you. Bye. All right, Tim, where can they follow you, my friend?
1: Oh, you can follow me on the Instagrams and the Twitters, at NotTheToolMan. I'm also doing uh-huh. I'm doing a real fun thing now, twitch.tv forward slash NotTheToolMan. I'm streaming video games and ruining your favorite video games <laughs> of all time. Uh, I will be live tomorrow starting at 7 p.m. twitch.tv forward slash not the tool man. And I also do commentary for a little wrestling promotion called excellence professional wrestling. Follow them on Twitter at excellence PW uh, Facebook. Our lovely short yeah. heir of excellence. Edgar Excel loves new friends. Come on out next show August 11th Raiders of the lost cat.
2: All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Make sure you're following Ryan on Twitter at RYN Eagle. Follow intern Mark. At three count intern, like our show, it is always the number three. You can follow me at Big Jim but Make sure you're following along with the show. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Three Count Thursday. Uh, Snapchat is i3count Thursday. But all of those, as well as our merchandise, our collar and elbow brand deal, our pick of the week, um, Mark's WCW, which should be up um, within a half an hour, over at threecountthursday.com. Check out our, home, our uh, home network, NGSC Sports.com, and their sponsor, qb54 again play qb54.com promo code podcast gets you 20 percent off of your order until next week guys one more show one more show in this place not one more show for us we're not going anywhere except for like a new studio and more fun things and all that but uh next week 9 30 eastern time on our facebook page we're gonna do it one more time from this place live and uh and we're looking forward to it so we will talk to you then until then stay safe stay smart Go for the pin.